To another episode of airing it out season three week two of the nfl dave week one in the books what a week of fantasy football i'll tell you there's some scores on here that we got to talk about there's some some new new uh rangers in town. oh rangers we're going with rangers <laughs> no town. so boy Penna gets, does Penna get to keep the title of sheriff from last year <laughs> he does keep the sheriff he does get to keep the title of sheriff but that's forever his. no no deputy sheriffs we're going straight to rangers <laughs> maybe he should actually call his team the sheriffs walker something. texas oh yeah i mean he does need a name other than <laughs> does, team Penna. so that that does make sense yeah so anyway, so week one of football, I, uh, I I watched a lot of it. There was a lot on. I don't know if you got a chance to sit down and watch all the games on your red zone or not, but man, I, I watched a lot of football from Thursday I did watch, right to Monday. I did watch a lot of football, mainly because I think I had food poisoning on Sunday. So that was fun. Uh, avoid the oysters. Fun. Always avoid oh. the oysters. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a rule. I learned this because our East Coast snobbery is that you just eat oysters all the time um but apparently you only eat oysters in months that end in r except oh. it's september so it should have been okay <laughs> all right well wow that's an interesting uh yeah hmm. it's apparently a thing anyway something new right now but Everybody it was a great learned a little something new apparently it was a great uh it was a great week uh for football football was back it was kind of fun it was nice fall weather this weekend uh, it was good to see some of these teams come back. We obviously already talked about Tom Brady being the greatest of all time. Yeah. So we won't recap that game at all. But how bad are the the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> you know, you thought I was going to say the Giants. Uh, well, that's there's a lot of teams you could probably throw into how bad are dot dot dot. Um, I yes, the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. Do you believe it? I don't know. I'm unsure of what's happening there. I am too. I, I really do wonder how much of this is a head case situation. Like, is it that, is it calculated? Is it, is it Aaron Rodgers making a point? Is it the offense making a point to ownership? I, like you have to believe it. I saw, I think I sent this to you, but I think I saw a, a stat that said to get the, the QB rating that, that Aaron Rodgers had, which is like 36.7 mm-hmm. is lower than if you, snap the ball for every snap that you were out there and then threw it intentionally yeah. grounded it at someone's feet every single time it's better than what he got for quarterback rating so yeah like i mean it's aaron Rodgers. it doesn't really happen, i was gonna say right? watch the story be you know in, in february when he's uh raising the super bowl trophy and we're all like remember week one <laughs> yeah you just- never know with him yeah, I just there's something going on with him. You hear him talk; he just it, he's not quite the same guy that he was a year ago. Plus, um, I don't mean in terms of his talent; I just mean in terms of his like mental health. I think he just doesn't seem to be yeah like the fully there or fully committed. Maybe losing out on Jeopardy. Who knows? It just didn't. <laughs> it could be. It really maybe, didn't. Maybe it's that Olivia Munn now is having a baby with uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Yeah. Really. Or yeah. Really? Yeah, I think they just announced it the other day. We'll have to double check my uh, fact. Not John. Yet. John Mulaney is married to somebody. What's the comedian that's always drunk? Jason Sudeikis. No, <laughs> that's a good possibility. But John Mulaney is always drunk. Is he the one that went to rehab? Yeah. Isn't, thought... isn't he? Isn't he having a baby? They just announced it that he's having a baby with. Well, no. She she was showing off her baby bump 
while she was with John Mulaney, but like, no, I think they're having the baby together. Oh yeah, you're right. Olivia Munn breaks silence on pregnant. This is page six, so we'll have to take it as a site. But yeah. hey, you know we don't just talk about football here. We talk about <laughs> we the hard hitting. Actually, I'm surprised you didn't know because I know you're a big fan, and I certainly know he's always in the news with some type of drunken madness or addiction. Which I'm not laughing about. Addiction is a big deal, but um, he, uh, yeah, I, I, it was a shocker to me. So now, you know, less than a year after or so, you know, maybe this is all part of the Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Head case problem we got it going could be on. i guess well his his uh he divorced his wife back in may yeah i had no See? idea I keep wow. up my pop culture i don't know what you're doing these days trying to solve covid you know whatever oh well that's you know side, side <laughs> hustle for you um so listen so i agree with pecker second here's what i would say my overall analysis of the week was that the rookies the rookie quarterbacks and and whatnot um these, again this is my unofficial analysis um, played like rookie quarterbacks. I, f- I felt mm-hmm. they have a big problem in, in Chicago that uh, Justin Fields should definitely be playing football. There's no, no doubt about that. Um, offensive line play in the NFL is just, is a, f- a falling art. Um, there's just seems like there's just not a lot of teams that are giving their, their, their quarterbacks a lot of time and, and a lot of big um, openings for their running backs. And I don't know what's going on at San Francisco 49ers, but man, they scored. They scored a lot. <laughs> so they did, but then they yeah. almost blew it. I know, right? But it's just crazy out there. Or did so they overall, I just thought the NFL was good. But and I also thought that the big teams that are the big teams, the big time teams that play amazing football, played amazing football this past week. And the ones that are just stink just played stinky football. <laughs> so you kind of get a hit or miss. I'm with you on that, except like the Raiders uh, came back and won. Yeah, well, yeah. that was a great big, game. Was, you know, that wrong. there was that. Uh, the The Chiefs almost lost against the Browns. Yeah, which I mean, that's that's a little bit of a shocker. Not not really great. Um, it was a fun game to watch. I only got to watch parts of it, but boy, it's fun to watch that guy play football. Yeah, I mean, Houston pulls off a win against Jacksonville, which was a little surprising because everyone was thinking that. Houston was the worst ranked team in the NFL power rankings. They jumped up like three slots as a result yeah. of beating Jacksonville. Jacksonville is now, I think the worst power ranked team in the NFL, yeah. but you know, you, you didn't see, I don't think anything really surprised anybody, right? Like the jets still lost. Yeah. The giants lost. Um, there were early surprises though. I guess, you know, I think Baltimore losing is probably the biggest surprise from the weekend. I don't think it's surprising that New England lost with a new rookie quarterback playing Miami, which has been a kind of up and coming team. Plus they always seem to kind of like lose to Miami. It's kind yeah, of like, they do really always seem to lose to Miami. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, Indy losing to Seattle, not a surprise. Uh, the Rams beating the bears, not a surprise, right? Yeah. You'd expect that Tampa Bay beating Dallas, not a surprise. That was even a closer game than I think we really thought it would I thought be. So too. Yeah. That, um, that was, I mean, I think Dak, Dak was like the number one passing quarterback this week or right up there so yeah in terms of yards exactly so um Dak played well he looked yeah, good he really he really did unlike he, unlike a Daniel Jones who looked awful is not great not great I say the one thing about Dak is and you know I think you and I always kind of share this on Dak Prescott we we hate the Dallas Cowboys but we don't mind Dak so much I don't think watching I don't know I I don't I don't hate the guy and I tell you, he's got some wide receivers to throw to as well. So, I mean, it's, it's, well, I'll be interested to see, I, you know, I, I don't know if the Eagles are for real. I can't really get behind Jalen Hurts yet, but 
Um, Dallas, I mean, the way they played the other night, they win a lot of games. I'll tell you, I did watch that game a little bit. Jalen Hurts does kind of remind me of Kyler Murray a little bit with the way he plays. I'll tell you, Kyler Murray looked pretty darn good. You yeah, know, he's he, really good. Yeah. He looks like he's made some some gains. You know, in terms of like rookie quarterbacks and where they are, like I, I think Kevin made an okay choice with Trevor Lawrence. He showed up, he played the game, he threw a couple of interceptions, but he he looked all right. You know, um, I don't know. There was a, who got in there, uh, Trey Lance got in there for a touchdown, um, which yeah. was interesting. Um, yeah. Played for one snap, got a touchdown. I think I, Justin I, Fields did the same, I think, right? Uh, did Justin Fields get one? I don't know if he did. I, yeah, I think he that. ran one in, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, next week, I'll tell you what the biggest thing that we missed out on this week that we both kind of forgot was happening, and I definitely want to tune into, is the Manning brothers doing the Monday night football <laughs> yeah, commentary. Yeah. It looks, it's, it was like two brothers, like literal brothers. I mean, I know they are little brothers, but uh, watching a football game together and just busting on each other the entire <laughs> yeah. time. And it was, it was quite good, actually. I saw um, some clips. It looked, it looked a little bizarre at the same time. Like it was almost like, I don't know, it was like, like a fun house. And they were just kind of like, it was very, were they in their own homes? I think or so, they, or well, actually, I think way. I think Peyton might have been in a studio, and mm. then Eli was in his own home. His own I'll home tell you home. this much: it's better than listening to Monday Night Football on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is. All right, so listen, I I was looking over the transactions for the week. It looks like uh, Ray has already given up on Taysom Hill. He's adding in some Teddy Bridgewater, so uh, um, he's he's you know Ray continues to collect some court QBs. A good pickup for him for sure. So mm-hmm. uh, Tim was on the, on the wire a little bit. Um, so there was some, some uh, pickups this week. So some people are making some changes to uh, picking up some individual, some, some individual players who maybe had a good week or are, are looking really good. So, and probably um, the biggest news here. So, I mean, Kevin actually has made a, you know, by virtue of being the first overall waiver order pick got the guy that everybody yeah. I think was going for, which was Elijah Mitchell, Mm-hmm. Um, surprise, surprise, Raheem Mustard gets hurt in week one. He's going to be out for the rest of the season. It sounds like he's going to have season ending surgery. So all of a sudden Elijah Mitchell and, uh, potentially Trey Sermon become very, very, um, relevant in fantasy as to where they were not yeah. before. Um, so, you know, Kevin's got a starting running back all of a sudden, um, that really uh, addresses some of that need. And I also saw that he had added some players, uh, to fill out those bench spots and, um, you know, take a flyer on a few guys, uh, which was good to see. Probably the most interesting thing was Patrick had a reactionary IDP shuffling. Um, so he picked <laughs> up the three available players that were high scorers as IDPs, Logan Ryan, Shaq Thompson, and, uh, and uh, uh, Chandler Jones. Um, so we'll see if they can repeat. I mean, Chandler Jones had a monster game, five sacks, uh, one for a touchdown. Um, you can't do that every week. I can't imagine that's going to happen every week, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, Hey, you know, take a little reaction, see if you're going to do it. I actually looked at, took a little sneak yeah. peek, he slotted them all in. So, you know, he's paying them for past performance, which we've always said is exactly what the Giants do. And he is a Giants <laughs> exactly fan. Right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, listen, let's talk about week one. Let's talk about, let's talk about politics. <laughs> Good, let's talk about, talk about crazy about goal, but damn. How my, uh, my, I don't know, not, I guess not arch nemesis, but my, uh, my, constant punching bag yeah he's your, he's definitely your punchline yeah and the goodwill punting team punted you right in the man Punts me, right? i uh i fire sale that's it it's over for me i'm i'm done i, I picked myself to win and that's it 
I can only muster up 114 points. So anyways, Tom goes in, he beats me on Monday night football, probably at that last minute touchdown, 121 to 14. I went to bed. I was up 114 to like 110. I was like, Oh, I'm totally not, this is not going to go my way. <laughs> and I'm going to eat crow. And uh, Tom, congratulations to you. You are currently one of the first place individuals. I am not. Um, so uh, good job to you. Um, I'll tell you the rookie, Dave, that you had talked about last week. Uh, Jamar Chase. Chase. Jamar Chase. Boy, you know, they, the experts are the experts for a reason, aren't they? I mean, they they know what's going down. The guy puts in, I think it was like 19 points or something, but um, he, he had a great week, which I think sort of put him over, over the edge a little bit there. And then um, I'm assuming that I was trying to think of what happened at the end of that game that he, Oh, it must've been Darren Walker. Yeah. Or Darren Waller actually, uh, his tight end um, probably caught the last touchdown or something. I, yep. I was sleeping, but no, he had a pretty Anyways, good touchdown. So... He he got the overtime touchdown to win the game, yeah. so that that's what it was. I mean, Jamar Chase, we did talk about this, right? ESPN had them as number one, and it's hard to rank a wide receiver number one over, um, you know, a running back. One of the things that I had said early on, I think, was was surprising to see a tight end, you know tight end talent is hard to come by, but it's hard to trust that in year one. So like. Yeah we'll see exactly how this plays out, especially from a dynasty league perspective, but you know, I guess Jamar chase had the intangibles there that people could see it. And he put together a good game. Now, mind you, like they were playing Minnesota, you know, it's a gunslinger type of, it was a gunslinger type of game. It's going there. I, he only got five receptions on seven targets. I mean, seven targets is respectable and he caught everything that came his way, but you know, the touchdown really came as a large touchdown, I believe. So, you know, that's, that really helps get the points up there. So at 19 points, he was the best rookie performer that came out um, from the draft this year in week one. We'll see how that plays out over the course of the year. Um, But I think, you know, the big story here is Patrick Mahomes on your side, still puts up 46 points, yeah. does what he does. Yeah. Didn't have a great first half. They were losing to the Browns, ends up throwing a monster touchdown to Tyree Kill. Thank you. Yep. Um, and, <laughs> you know, and you, you had a great performance from Amari Cooper, but you really yeah. didn't get the rest of your team no, to show really up here. To... You know, it's funny. Well, I played, so to be fair, uh, to be honest, I guess not fair, to be honest, Leonard Fournette would not have been my starting running back generally there. I would have put Antonio Gibson, but I think the season started off a little quicker than I remembered. <laughs> and so I didn't get to take, uh, to take Leonard Fournette out. However, Saquon Barkley is going to be this guy on my team. He's got this great name potential. He's, he sits behind a junkie team. That's not innovative in their play calling. And then, uh, you know, he goes and puts up two points and I, he'll break out and there'll be a, a 17 point game. There'll be a 25 point game, but then there's going to be a lot of these twos and threes, I think. So Saquon's a tough one for me. Um, but I didn't get a lot. You're right. I didn't get a lot of play from some of my individual, like, uh, two, you know, twos kind of thing here. But, yeah. I mean, it's a little hard to sit a guy like Saquon for a Jamal Williams who puts up is. 16 or a guy like Philip Lindsay, who still puts up eight, you know, you're not going to do that. Um, yeah. it's understandable. And yeah. we really didn't know what was going to happen with Saquon. So I understand why you played what you played. You still got 114 points. It's still very respectable. Yeah, I did all right, but man, I got to do better. I got to also my, I didn't even know, I guess I didn't know Patrick Chung. I must not have been prepared for fantasy football this week, but with that said, we can move on to the next game, but Tom, you forgot that Patrick I, Chung had retired. I, yeah, I guess I must've just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a long since been a long August and September. Um, Tom, I bow to you. You're going to go undefeated this year. I know it. <laughs> that feels like a curse, a blessing and a curse. But well, you know the, right. one, the one question that's going to be facing Tom this week is: Does he sit Carson Wentz for Jameis Winston? Because Jameis Winston 
played like Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers played like Jameis Winston. It was very confusing. So we'll have to see if there was like a Freaky Friday situation. That's right. You want to go to, uh, let's go team Penna and uh, hashtag dad bod. Um, Well, hashtag dad bod showed up with his full glory of 70 points. um, I know, I know. Which Uh, is very impressive in this league, but definitely a product of, the green bay packers being what they are they were who we thought they weren't (laughs) they were we thought they were yeah he uh he he just didn't get a lot of good play out a lot of his players here the funny the joe mixon trade is a good one for him right at the end of the day right it is a great one you know and actually when when they were playing i didn't have that trade where would we have been Right. I mean, that, that game was the early game, right? So you see, like, Patrick's got to feel pretty good about what's coming through. He's got this guy. He's getting a lot of points. Stephon Diggs is, did not have a great game for Penna. I mean, Nick Chubb did have a great game for Penna, um, but that was at the 4 o'clock hour, and then David Montgomery came back with a solid 17-point uh, game as well, which really helped put him over the top. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets benched in the fourth quarter with 11 minutes left in the game. He ends the day with three points. You're not going to win when your quarterback gets you three points. There's just yeah. no way you're going to no. do it. No. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers puts up a respectable amount of points, like 35. Yeah. And this is a very different game. You know, you're talking yeah. about it being pretty close. You're talking about the underperformance of James Robinson. The interesting thing about Najee Harris in this in, in Pittsburgh was they win the game in Buffalo. Big Ben was not throwing the ball particularly well. I did see a lot of this game. And they still, like, he ran the ball quite a bit. Nobody else got touches running the ball, but he only ended up with uh, four points because he only ended up with, like, 40 yards. And they still put together enough to win the game, which is just a little surprising. And I don't know. I didn't see, like, a whole lot out of Najee Harris, which backed up all the hype. But I think the reason why he was so high-valued was he was going to get the touches right away, and there's nobody else who's taking the touches from him. I actually, I do do like the way he runs the football. He runs very hard. He runs very pittsburgh steelers running game way you know just bruiser kind of get rid right in there yeah um yeah you're right um i see here that oh maybe this was the end of last week i, I was looking at the scores from last week i see that penn's bench was had some bench seats there but maybe that was just based on last week's thing but anyways um yeah i i you know it's you know jared goff is probably not going in over aaron Rodgers, but uh, a little change of scenery has helped jared goff a little bit he puts up 41 um, maybe that would have been someone different to play, but overall, you know, I mean, I might, I might start Jared Goff until this situation in green Bay kind of figures itself yeah. out because yeah. honestly, I don't put it past Aaron Rodgers to do this on purpose. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. um, I just, I don't trust it right now. I don't yeah. think it's a product of him just having a bad day. I don't think it's a product of new Orleans being that good of a defense. I don't think that's true. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has ever put up three points in a game, right? Like, that's insane. He at least yeah. gets a touchdown or at least gets 120 yards passing to get yeah, to a six, right? Like it's not, it's not, that's something's weird. So yeah. I might play Jared Goff. He's on the Detroit lions are playing just fine. Deandre Swift looked real good. Um, you know, we'll see. Let's go to the other. Well, I'll tell surprise. you what, there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> no, I thought it was a Ranger. We got, oh, right. no, he's, We'll call him the sheriff, but maybe we'll give like, you know, Ray Pinto the shit, the ranger or something like that. All right. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of, speaking of Ray Pinto and another surprise upset here, the Boston Gangstov gets unseated by my pick to win the season. The no luck, literally Gangstov manages scoring only half a point more than the last place Cuga middle fingers, (laughs) Uh, you know, at 107 points, Kevin actually texted me. He goes, I can't believe I was only a half a point behind stuff. 
<laughs> so Kevin's feeling good mark. about his that's team. Funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, um, you know, this is a pretty interesting matchup. I, Lamar Jackson didn't really have a great game, only with 22 and a half points. But, you know, Stav got points from his playmakers, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, A.J. Brown. They all put up what you expect. Had a great game from T.J. Hawkinson. Um, you know, the big thing is the Bucks D lost him points. Um, you know, that really did drop him down. And then Pinto got strong performances from these playmakers that we kind of discussed, right? Travis Kelsey, obviously. Um, always. I guess so consistent. Gets him a lot of points. You got Alvin Kamara and, and DeAndre Hopkins getting 20 and no, uh, 14 Hopkins and 20. Probably one of those players that we undervalue. We, we value him. We know how good he is, but I don't know that he's always our top conversation guy, but he's, he is a good football player as well. I mean, one of the questions, right, is like you got AJ Green there, you got DeAndre Hopkins, you got other guys who can catch the ball there. So, is he always going to get the targets and looks that he does? And I think he does. And I think I think Kyler Murray has established himself as a pretty good quarterback at this point. And you know, yeah. and Bray just probably he put together a solid week somehow. You know, across 129 and a half points to Stobbs 107. Now, mind you, had Stobb gone with Matthew Stafford, 42 points, we're talking about a win here, right? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford's going to be somebody to put in. He definitely is. Stav's just going to, you know, Lamar's been he's been so good to him for the last couple of years that it's hard to take him out. But Stafford's going to throw some points. I, I just think because the coaches just are creative in that in that way. In that yeah, out in in LA. So I mean, truthfully, Stav left a lot of points on his bench. Right, Antonio Brown got 19 points. Rob Gronkowski got 21. Adam Thielen got 21. Um, you know, he made some choices here. I understand why he made the choices he made, but he loses Raheem Mostert now. So he's going to be forced to play some of these guys. It'll be a question of which of team old he puts in, but he'll, he'll figure it out next week. I'm yeah, sure we're going to be, yeah. we're going to be picking Stav to win a few of these. I'm sure. All right. You want to go you next or. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I can talk about the pain that is losing. To yeah. The, so the, the Davis Tim square hipsters, 154 to the Mansfield Tims, the 122.5. Interesting. You must've been, you know, it's funny. You, you, I mean, this is luck of the draw, right? Tom Brady puts a 42 Kyler puts a 46. Like what are the chances in a lot of ways? You don't often see two quarterbacks on fantasy going like that, but um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, you, you took it, you took a little, took a little hit here. You almost, I almost score as many points as you. <laughs> All right. Easy there. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I think the big thing for Tim and I think what we talked about last week as question marks were what will Darrell Henderson's workload look like and Jonathan Taylor's workload and will Austin Eckler be healthy. They got touchdowns from all of those guys. Plus Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf and uh, uh, Russell Wilson all had a really great game. This is where the triumvirate really pays off for him he got he got 37 points from tyler lockett and dk metcalf alone that's that's what you need and his idps contributed as well solid defense with eight and uh and kicker with 10 and then tom brady just having a great game is what kept it even got him the win really because you know he could have gone with russell wilson here but if tom brady hadn't put up those points it wouldn't have been such a, a great week he has a lot of points on his bench as well. So like he made good choices, but he has a, has depth here. And I think that's, we recognize that when we said that his team might be on yeah, the rise team, this year, his team is a good team. He's done a good job uh, building that, building that bench up a little bit there. Meanwhile, I don't know what's going on with Derrick Henry. I, you know, I watched the game, Tennessee, Arizona's front seven is a good front seven. You watch the game. They definitely are there. Derrick Henry was getting tackled by like shoelace tackles constantly. Like that guy is too big to be getting 
tackled by that. It was crazy. He was getting yeah. hit behind the line of scrimmage every time. And so your point earlier about the offensive lines not being what you think they are, I think is accurate. You know, that's a big part of it. I will say this though. I watched a lot of the Cowboys game and I don't think Ezekiel Elliott, like if there was points for playing good football, Ezekiel Elliott would have gotten more points. He was just in blocking and providing extra yeah. coverage. So I think the reason why Dak Prescott had such a good game is Zeke Elliott did not have such a good game because he was busy blocking for them. And he threw a lot of good blocks. And I think, you know, they started to let him run a little bit in the last quarter. And then of course, Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams are a part of the head case. That is Aaron Rodgers and the yep. Green Bay Packers situation, <laughs> which now I'm really, honestly, I'm pondering sitting these guys. Like, I just don't know what to do with them because until this, like for Patrick the same way, do you, can you really trust the Packers right now? And I don't know. I, I you know, I, you have to, cause these are your guys, but you can't take one from your running back and a five from a wide receiver and a three from your quarterback, you know, eight points across those three guys. No one, yeah. what are you talking about? No, no one would ever bet. You'd always bet the over on that. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, you know, I think, I don't know. It's a, this is, this was, this is a big time. This is a big statement for Tim, I think in a lot of ways. So, you know, yeah, you know, he he had these moments last year. It is that triumvirate yeah. of the, you know, the DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So if they play a team that they're playing up against strong cornerbacks, he doesn't necessarily get up in the 150s. But yeah. when they are both playing a weak defense like they did this week in Indy, like they can put up a lot of points and that really helps boost them to the next level. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you, I was happy with Kyler. Kyler yeah, looked good. He's consistent. 46 points. Yeah, he's consistent. You got, you, might, you got a good one there. Again, I, I come back to this. Like, I just think there are these teams that have these coaches that put these players in the great position to succeed. Um, and you see, you see them in the, in the high point areas. I mean, you just Kyler, Tom, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, like Justin Herbert, you know, you, you know, even Matt Stafford, like these are all who have coaches who are these brilliant minds that kind of push the ball down the field. And, you know, when you're, you know, all these other teams are just sort of playing like, I don't know what they're play, playing different football. They're just playing dink and dunk football in a lot of ways. Again, there's anomalies to it. You know, Derek Carr had a great week and Lamar usually is very good. And, um, but anyways, these are, there's just top players in this game. Yeah. All right. So let's move to the last game, which we yeah. haven't talked about, which was the Farmington football team versus the Cuga middle fingers, 123 and a half points. Farmington football team takes the win over the 106 and a half points. Cuga middle fingers which frankly for Kevin has to be a good sign, right? Being over a hundred points after being last place last year, great sign for where things are to come. That's with the Packers defense losing them seven points. Yeah. yeah. Right. So without the Packers defense here, Kevin puts in a, a very competitive effort against Farmington football and the Farmington football team plays the bears. Great defense. At least so you would think they lose him three points as well. So both these guys, had a pretty solid week. Um, yeah. You know, I think one of the Kev played this good. He played his lineup great. He did. Everything looked like there's not a lot of points on his bench. He, you yeah. know, he didn't take the chance on Ryan Fitzpatrick, which was good. He just put, stuck with his guy, Trevor Lawrence. Ryan Fitzpatrick breaks his hip. Basically, he's right. done for the season. Old man Fitz magic. Um, <laughs> you know, but I got to tell you, the, if Julio Jones figures this stuff out in Tennessee, because that was not a good game for Tennessee. Matt's yeah. team is pretty solid. If Dak Prescott's going to have, you know, we, he was on the uptrend before he got hurt, puts up 43 points. He's got three solid running back or, or two so solid running backs and a lot of great wide receivers here. And Cooper cup was definitely Matthew Stafford's favorite target. In LA. Yeah. 
Um, Cooper Cup's though he's like two weeks away from getting hurt, so that's always the problem. With that's him. true. <laughs> and I mean, Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin could have had even more points. He dropped a, a killer drop that was yeah. a deep pass, but um, ultimately, you know, I think Matt's got a pretty good team here, and he's got points on his bench. You know, Melvin Gordon's on his bench, put up twenty points. You know, that didn't really turn into like the the rookie show with um, uh, whatever his name is, Harris. Is it Harris? Yeah. Um, um the new guy in denver yeah I'm... anyway it, it definitely he didn't take that much of the lion's share of touches away it wasn't an equal oh, split. Right. so yeah, like yeah. i think it's i think it's all going to work out great for for matt so far he looks he looks like he's got a pretty solid team it's pretty deep plus he has all these empty bench spaces that he can start to fill in um oh javante williams who is also he drafted him and is on his bench so he can really play that as he wants but it looks like he was kind of waiting for the first week to see shake see who shook out of that and you could uh, trust putting into your lineup yeah yeah but melvin gordon had a good week well yeah he anyways good i mean good for kevin he did a great job yeah good for I mean, matt Debo's, for the game i mean it's actually they both kind of won in this situation you know yeah Debo samuel had a great week for kevin i think that's going to be you know that the we're going to see that really play out this year hopefully for him yeah so, it'll be good it's good. All right. Well, the season's underway. Some teams are one and zero, and let's see, three. Let's see, how many teams? Six teams total. How many teams do we have in this league? Uh right. five. Ten teams. Five <laughs> matchups. Ten teams. <laughs> so some are five. Some are five are one and zero, right? Yeah. Right. How do we do it? And then the other ones are not. So here we are. <laughs> so so for the picks, I went two and three, and you went one and four. Is Correct. That where we're at? All Correct. right. I'm never ahead of you in the picks, so I'm feeling pretty good. It's for, yeah, yeah. 2021 well, is my season to yeah, in the picks. I didn't start off. I wasn't off to a great start, but I, you know, hopefully I can catch you. <laughs> well, we definitely, you know, I think the same thing is true, and it's reflected here is that the preseason predictions for a lot of players and teams were thrown right out the window after we saw them play football. Um, this weekend so we'll see exactly what happens but um so espn does the power rankings for our teams we saw you know the bottom half has not really moved around a lot uh espn still ranking q middle fingers finishing 10th uh goodwill punting finishing ninth farmington football finishing eight i think that's wrong um dad bod finishing seventh i would have definitely dropped dad bod down after his 70 points showing this week, but apparently <laughs> ESPN still loves Aaron Rodgers, So that's that. <laughs> that's um, right. no, no luck literally shoots from sixth place to second place proje- projected second place winner. Davis square hipsters moves up from fifth to third. Penna drops from fourth to fifth. The gang stop moves from third to fourth and, and the upstate masters drop from two all the way down to sixth, because they said, if you lose to Tom Kujala, <laughs> you must not be good. <laughs> i'm surprised i was two at the beginning but anyways the beginning yeah. <laughs> and surprisingly despite my loss i'm still ranked as number one according to espn i just don't feel that strongly although i have to imagine derrick henry and ezekiel elliott will I have better weeks your running backs are probably going to pick the pace a little bit god i hope so god i <laughs> yeah. hope so all right should we go to week two and do some picks maybe we can keep it a little bit shorter yeah we've talked a lot about the players so we can do some of the uh yeah. the picks pretty quickly here so why don't we start with um team penna and the goodwill punting yeah. All right. Um, I, I have team Penna in this, but it's, it's a battle of the one and O's. Uh, I, I just, I, have you I, ever said I, that I, about Tom? Nope. <laughs> Never once. Also, I've not picked Tom yet again. So here we are. Um, I'm taking team Penna um, based on his lineup and the way it played last week. I think uh, it's going to continue to get a little bit better again with Tom, not totally sold on the Carson Wentz, but you know, it, he had a decent week. So 
all is good there. I don't, I don't know that the rookie wide receiver will get 25 points again, but maybe so. Um, but we'll see what he does. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Penna here based on what the lineups look like tonight on Wednesday. Right. Um, I do think Tom will change his quarterback. I don't think you play Carson Wentz against the Rams. I think you end up playing one of these other three guys that he's got Jimmy Garoppolo against the Eagles, Mac Jones against the jets and uh, Jameis Winston against Carolina. I'm taking one of those three guys over, yeah. over yeah. Carson Wentz, which it definitely changes the way that the projections are falling right now. ESPN's projecting Tom at 98.1 team Penn at 119.7 Penn has got a little like 61% win probability, by the way, I've never seen this before, but in NF in, in ESPN, I saw within the first uh, the 1 p.m. games, somebody have a 99% win prediction, which I've never seen before. <laughs> like, there's way too much football to be played. I, yeah, so. right. I had, I think I had like, eight, it was like 70 or 80 at one point in time, and I was like, yeah, no, too early for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early for that. So, um, I mean, I, I'm going with Team Penna here. I think he's got some uh, yeah, choice matchups. He's a great, Nick Chubb's a very consistent running back in this league. Yeah. And David Montgomery against Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati's defense is all that great. And, you know, yeah. Josh Allen's playing Miami. If it's kind of the Patriots, uh, um, New England, Miami game from last week where they're, you know, really up against each other. First off, I think Buffalo's defense is way better than the Dolphins defense. So, um, yeah. or sorry, not uh, than the Patriots defense. Yeah. So I think we'll see how that goes, but I'm thinking Penna has a pretty good week here. All right. You want to go Boston gang style, Kyuga middle fingers? Yeah. I mean, this is probably the closest matchup of the week based on last week, right? They were separated by half a point. So <laughs> That's true. That's we'll have true. to see what happens here. Um, I am going the Kyuga middle fingers here. Wow. <laughs> this has got to be a heart one. You're doing it for the heart. I think. No, I, I, it's not because, well, first off, Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook can obviously have good weeks. But if New Orleans defense is as good as to shut down, uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Let's just assume that he didn't lose his goddamn mind before the game, but that they are good enough to make him look that stupid. Christian McCaffrey is not going to have the week that you expect Christian McCaffrey to have, especially with Sam Darnold at quarterback. Dalvin Cook is playing Arizona and Arizona just shut out Derrick Henry. Right. So if there are, t- if these defenses are who they say they are, then these running backs shouldn't have good weeks, right? <laughs> if we'll see, it could be a regression to the mean and they end up blowing up and it's great. Lamar Jackson also has to play Kansas City. Now, it depends on which Kansas City shows up. If it's the second half Kansas City that realized they were playing the Browns and need to get their shit together, then we know that Lamar is maybe not going to have a great game. If it's the first half Kansas City where the Cleveland Browns are winning, you got a big problem on your hands with Lamar Jackson, yeah. that quarterback. So I think there's some big question marks there for sure. Um, TJ Hawkinson, I think is going to have a massive day. Um, it's just more so that Hugo middle fingers has more choice matchups for the individual players against who they're playing. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence is playing Denver and like Daniel Jones didn't look awful against Denver. Daniel Jones looked awful against Denver because Daniel Jones looks awful as Daniel Jones. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm going, I'm taking a well, chance. That is, I'm, I'm a stopper. I'm a, I'm a Boston gang stopper. So I I'm, I'm definitely sticking with my uh, loyalty to, to, <laughs> to stop and the Boston gang stop. Um, I think he's still too loaded over, uh, over Kevin and his team. So um, I'm going to keep it simple and just go stop straight up. Sorry. Kev, I'm not, not, I'm not picking this one. If Elijah Mitchell doesn't end up being the starting running back too, right? Like sure. Elijah Mitchell's there. He's a starting running back because of the, the injury. It changes the complexion of Kevin's team. 
and based on the defense, this happens in week three. I'm picking stuff. It's happening in week two. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to take a chance on it. All I, right. Kevin, yeah. I'm rooting for you. Stop. I'm sorry. I, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Where do you want to go next? Uh, let's go uh, the dad bod versus the Davis square hipsters. All right. Let's see on this one I have taken and I'm again, I'm it's a loaded team. So I'm taking the Davis square hipsters. Now I, I pick just for, I pick on both loyalty and I pick on uh, people that I just like uh, in terms of the players. So I'm, I'm sticking with his triumphant. I'm sticking with uh, Tim's uh, um, um, team on this one. So I'm going Davis square hipsters. I think, Patrick, it's a little bit unknown what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. But like you said, it's Wednesday. So maybe, you know, maybe he does decide to put in someone else. Maybe Jared Goff is in there. So um, that's where I'm sticking, going with Timmy. That's fair. You know, the one thing that's working, I'm going with uh, Timmy as well, but it's mainly because Aaron Rodgers during a primetime game, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I just, yeah. he, he doesn't really usually play very good. No, he does usually play good against the Lions. So I'm putting on the fact that last week was a hot mess. I still think he's a head case and it's a Monday night game. Yeah. I think he puts on a proper national dumpster fire of a show to do whatever it is that he thinks he's achieving. Um, <laughs> that's where I'm putting so you my think money. He's going to blow it on a, on a prime time Monday night. I think he might. Yeah. I think he just might. But the, the bigger thing is like Mike Evans, Tampa Bay has got a lot of weapons, right? Mike they Evans do. ended up with two and a half points. Antonio Brown will attract more attention this week, but yeah, he, he, you know, Tom Brady likes throwing him the ball. Allen Robinson is fine, you know, but you still got Andy Dalton being the quarterback there. That that's the limiting factor. Joe Mixon is his best offensive playmaker right now. Tyson Williams had a nice week. You know, he's going to, he's could get some potential points there. Najee Harris is unproven. Um, and I he just is, think yeah. Tim has more proven commodities so here. Too, and if yeah. Tennessee is as bad as they looked defensively, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lock, and DK Metcalf are going to have a day on Sunday. So um, I'm going with Tim on this one. All right. So All right, let's go. Uh, let's go my game, and we'll All do right. your game last. All right. Um, well, for this one, I'm I again I'm sticking with the Mansfield Tims. I think your uh, running backs will rebound a bit here. Kyler is a tough stop right now, and Tyreek always is good for 40 points. <laughs> so uh, looks like you're projected to win 133 to 109. You have a 62% uh, probability, but I, I can see your team bouncing back quite a bit. Um, this probably does come down to Dak and maybe how he played compared to last week. And if he puts up similar numbers, it's a closer game. And then, you know, I would really like to see Julio Jones make a bit of a comeback in, in this league. I don't know what has happened to Julio Jones is going from like the ultimate number one to this sort of, eh, not such a good player, but he could, he could, you know, Tennessee, you know, a little like the Giants. You guys got to start playing some good football. Start taking some chances, throwing the ball, give the guy that ball. So um, I'm with you on this one. I'm taking uh, the Manfield Tims, but I pretty much always do. I mean, I agree with you. I, I'm uh, on everything you're saying here in terms of, of Julio Jones. I, you know, I think he can show up. He could have a great day. I, my biggest concern, I, I'm picking myself, but I, I mainly that's a wish and a hope and a prayer. I think uh, I, I'm hoping that the green Bay Packers come back because frankly, my team just doesn't feel dangerous with Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, not doing anything like yeah. that's two big holes. I mean, I could pull people off my bench. I could play a Justin Jefferson. I could do whatever. All, and, I may, and I may, depending on what we hear this week, but at the end of the day, I'm concerned about that. And it's hard not to play those players. Kind of like what we were talking about with Saquon Barkley. Like 
it's just hard to not yeah. play those names because you've got to. And I, at this point, I don't know what to do with them. Um, I may, I may hedge my bets and only play one of them rather than both of them so that I don't, you know, I get an opportunity if, if Aaron Rodgers has another nutty that we can get some points, <laughs> but you know, I think there's some choice matchups here for Matt's team as well. And Damian Harris is playing the Jets. He should have a pretty good game. Kareem Hunt's playing Houston. Houston's defense is not a great defense. You know, they pulled out that win, but there were a lot of points scored in that game. And Chris Godwin and Cooper Cup just had really great weeks. So um, if Dak shows up like he did last week, I'm really concerned with my ability to win this game. All right. All right well, we'll, we'll go. Going to the uh, upstate, upstate masters. masters versus no luck, literally. Um well, you know, I'm gonna let you go first on this one. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm still kind of picking in my head, quite honestly. <laughs> I'm going with a no luck literally here. I, you know, it's it, it depends on how you guys kind of shake out your lineups. The the one thing going for you is that the Washington Redskins, I mean, sorry, football team are playing. Uh, <laughs> Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin are playing the New York Giants Thursday night short week. Somebody's gonna do something. I think. <laughs> I doubt it's gonna be the Giants. So it might as well be the, the Washington football team. Um, and Chase Young probably will get three strip sacks and four touchdowns. So you might get 400 points from Chase Young. At the same time, the, the, the names on Ray's team, and this is why I picked him to win the whole thing this year, there's just consistency in these names. I think Ray is going to average 120 points a week easy. Um, and it's going to be hard for people matching up against him, except for when we maybe get into bye weeks yeah. to really pull off wins here, because even then he still has some names down on his bench, but his starting lineup right now is one of the more, uh, the strongest, in my opinion, um, lineup. And, and one thing he did this week that I think makes him look even scarier is he's only playing Travis Kelsey at tight end rather than doing George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. And he put in three wide receivers. And I think all three of these wide receivers, Based on the game plan in, in San Francisco, I don't think George Kittle is putting up the type of weeks that Keenan Allen, CeeDee Lamb, and DeAndre Hopkins can have. Mm-hmm. So this is a more balanced team overall, and I just think it's a good uh, it's a good look for his team, and I think he's going to pull off the win here. Plus, you yeah, just I, lost just you just lost to Tom. <laughs> I, I get it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick myself here. I'm gonna have a bounce back week. I'm gonna make this lineup great. They're all gonna play superb for me. Saquon's gonna finally have a breakout game. Patrick Mahomes is gonna throw another 42 points. Antonio Gibbs is gonna run all over the Giants, and I'm gonna bring back Will Fuller to go and score me some points because he's one of the greatest fantasy football players, as wide receiver that never plays. <laughs> so, um, I I will say that this is, this is a tough this is a tough thing for me. I, I think Ray, you're right on all that you said. He has some great depth and some great consistency on the people, um, but I'm hoping for some bouncing back here. So I'm picking myself here, but again, I think if anybody listens to this show, they say, Jeff, you always pick yourself and you always pick against Tom. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I have to say, it's pretty interesting. I mean, it, I'm assuming you said you're going to put in Will Fuller, which does change this a little bit, but at the same time, you got a lot of NFC East players in here. And over the weekend, I heard the NFC East referred to as the worst division in football. Mm. When was the last time... You heard commentators calling the NFC East the yeah, worst division in football. It's it really is, fallen from grace. It really has. It really, really has. And it's hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. And I don't really know why. I don't, maybe it's like the old guard ownership or something that just doesn't like let go. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see where this goes. But all right. So you're picking yourself. You got I a am. few differences here. So we got an opportunity to either bring us closer together in our standings or put us further apart. We'll see who's right. <laughs> all right. Well, 
It's going to be a big week, Thursday night game, uh, Giants versus the Washington football team. We'll both be watching uh, two weeks in a row. I get to watch how terrible the Giants are on national television, so that'll be great. Um, You get to get them every week. I don't always because I'm out of market, so I am lucky. It saves me from them. (laughs) It does save you from them. It does. Um, All right, well, we'll come back in week three. We'll see how we did, and uh, we love love ourselves some football season, huh? I mean, if we if we're here next week, we're talking about Cuga Middlefingers big win. I am going to be ecstatic. <laughs> yeah. First off, I think Kevin's bought in this year. He's been talking was... fantasy football. He's been asking questions. Maybe he's, he's sure. he said he had a plan. It's great great to have a plan. It's a good start. So um, <laughs> it's gonna. We'll see how it. He seems committed. We're, we've got a rebuild on our hands. That's that's good. All right, we'll see everybody next week. You know it's going to end poorly when we don't have an opening. Yeah, it's going to be four or five five tries. Um, All right, we'll make it up as we go. Ready?